Okay, so we're back. This is Miss Moose Playhouse. I am speaking with Mr. Washington yes. Kendrick. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you. Producer, uh, Mr. Special Generation from the you know, R&B group of yes. the 90s. How are you today, sir? I'm doing wonderful. Wonderful. Let's okay, see. that's great. So let's stop the small talk and let's get into this. <laughs> Well, I'm glad to be on your show, first of all, and I'm just honored to get a chance to be on this podcast, so I'm excited. I'm excited to have you, and again, thank you for your contribution to music, and I know there's some things in the pipeline, so I kind of want to talk about that and the state of R&B music and your influences, so let's start with, I know the last time we spoke, there was some music coming out, is that still in the works? Yes, yes. Um, well, for I mean, for myself, I, I have a um, an album, uh, actually a new single that'll be ready to be released uh, January twenty nineteen. So I'm excited about. Uh, and uh, I got a chance to let you, I shared it with you. It's it's a one more night uh, single. So yes, that, it's wonderful, and I can't wait for everyone to hear the finished version of it because it is absolutely dope <laughs> man you know it's it's that when you when you're in love with someone and uh, things doesn't seem to go as how you want it to go you know and you know it's basically a man's letting her know that look if you give me one more night I will make things better you know let, let me try to fix things it doesn't and that doesn't have to require it to be in the bedroom. It could be from, you know, a great conversation um, leading into just being transparent. So that's when you hear the song, vocally, it was supposed to be a transparent type of uh, energy or feel, you know. So I'm excited about the record. I can't wait. I can't I'm excited wait. about it, too, because it does give me all the feels. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, Yeah. It's 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 you know it's funny music is you can sing almost any song or find it's very important to find the right music to go with the right um, just the sound and the lyrics I think that's important and I think you can tell in this song the chemistry was there so I wish yes I, maybe maybe. Yeah, maybe I can have it. We can put it on the tail of this podcast. We'll give it, give the listeners a taste. So, it's a beautiful song. It really, it it's just. I'm looking forward to people hearing it. It's, you know, and I'm not biased. I love it. Right. <laughs> so, I'm right. I'm looking forward to for everyone to hear that. Uh, I saw your band members on, uh, uh, you know. Yes. Uh, speaking in um, Florida. So, what's going on with that? What's going Man, on with look, the generation? I'm I'm excited that R&B music has taken a turnaround. They, I'm considered now a classic artist. Imagine that. So, my fellas and I, um, just because of how we're feeling, we're ready to get back and and do some new music. So they started, you know, they started doing some marketing, and stations are requesting us. So I'm excited about, you know, uh, the, the, the new the new music, the new sound. So, yeah. How many years has it been since you guys recorded for people who don't, who do not know? Girl, I, some people say it's been, what, 10, 12 years. I, I mean, we've always never stopped recording. Let me let me say that I have like 50 songs I've never released. Fernando the same. He has about 13, 14 songs just never released. Um, and then Marquette has always been doing music. He worked for like So So Deaf and did so, did a cut or two, I think, on Fantasia. So, yeah, it's just that we never left music. We just never came together to do the magic again, you know? So Butterflies was your last album uh, yeah. as far as being on the, uh, uh, a major label. yeah. <clears throat> yeah, if you wanna if you wanna say that, yeah. Butterflies were one of our last uh thing I think we prepared for a label, yeah. 
And that didn't get the credit that it deserved as your first album, in many people's opinion, because I think that album showed a whole lot of growth. And and yeah. if you know, you read the, the comments on YouTube, the positive ones, because most of them are all positive, we don't well, get that same kind of feel that we got when we heard that then. Yeah, Butterflies. Yeah. Butterflies album, uh, I would say, was, is one of our best work because, uh, like I said, getting a chance to work with Gerald Levert, uh, Eddie Sr., and the Rude Boys, Joey, um, Joe Little. So we had a lot of collab. I mean, we had great musicians this go around. I mean, we had some on the first album, but this time we actually kind of like really, really uh, took our time out to figure out what songs that represented us. It was a big record, but the problem was um, we only made so many copies. Because at the, at, the, at the time of it being and people really liking the stuff, they started picking up the music. Um the label, our label was going through a bit of problems, so uh, it cut back in the middle of the project, actually. So what would you say, I guess now, hindsight, I guess it all it is always 2020, and the state of music <laughs> obviously yeah. is different, because the internet wasn't out like that at all, pretty much then. Girl, it was just girl, kind of starting. Girl, we had pagers, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Right. No, you there know. was no, there was no, there was no internet. I mean, like, you're right. There was no internet. Like, I mean, we basically were going, even the second album, we went and started doing promotional sh- tours across the, the United States and people knew our songs. And that was based on radio play and uh, hearsay. Um, I think back in the day, we were like in write on magazines and stuff like that. Right. So that kind I had a poster. Had a poster. Right. <laughs> See, that kind of promotion helped propel us to sell 350,000 copies without the internet, without, you know, we get there when we get there for people to see us, you know? Right. And uh, I think we had like BET back then and different little shows that came on, but it wasn't like it's overrated now. We didn't have the Twitters and the None of that. Yeah, you know, I think nowadays, and again, um, my friend posed the questions about, uh, you know, s- groups from the 90s and even the early 2000s, that's stretching it with that, um, are, are, are kind of coming back. And again, they'll you guys will do one or two songs and it's not a whole album per se. I mean, how do you right. feel about that? Do you think that's, okay or i mean because again times are different now you have uh the millennials quote quote and no offense to any of them because my daughter's one no 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 offense right (laughs) you know however (laughs) you know you 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 get to have one or two songs and and that's it because no one you know some unfortunately some people don't do whole albums because people don't want that they want to hear one Yeah, one of the biggest things I can say, I mean, not to cut you off, is to be a musician, you have to change with the times. And uh, and that's one thing about us. It's like we never, we always wanted to put out great music. You feel me? It doesn't matter the time. But however, the new millenniums, they, since it's so bombarded with so many artists, you have to constantly put material out. Which, which in, in return for artists like myself and my brothers, we realize that sometimes that takes away from the substance. It takes away from the rarity of a great artist. You, you, back in the day, we could do one album per year. Right. And then nowadays, that would be foreign. You have to put at least three albums out or four albums a year. <laughs> so to, because the, the attention span, it, it's, it's, it's so competitive. Right, and you, you know what I'm saying. It. I it's think like, you get it. I I totally get it. You're, you're it's right. It's like though. now. I, it was a moment where I just forgot how many songs Prince actually released. It was so many. <laughs> when when Prince dropped the album, it was like, okay, which album is that? Because it was so many, and he got it. You feel me? Even yeah. though I felt 
just to use him as, as an example, right? It was a transition from the millenniums. They wanted like micro microwave pop is what I call it. Yes, so, that's it. Yes, yes. They, YouTubers. They, they want, they want it instantly. If 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 you don't get them the first three seconds, you, you lost them. them. They're already on another artist already. So you get your quick, yeah, and they can make their own playlist. Like I can make my own album. I can sit here and put your song with John B's song, and then I can put some Case in there, and then I can go to Chelsea, and that's it. Yeah. So, yeah. It's 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 a trip, but that's what we have to be clever, and we have to give them a little bit of special G, or I have to give them a little bit of Kendrick, and give a little taste of the newer the newer stuff. Uh, there was um, a comment someone made um, regarding Luther Vandross, and it's funny because it's true. And as a kid, I didn't get it. As an adult, I get it. Luther didn't talk about panties and you know throwing you on a bed and you know all this stuff. You kind of left a little bit to the imagination, but you knew what he was talking about. Even the same with Freddie Jackson. I mean, it's, it's artists like that, you kind of got it. And I think, you, you know, again, this is coming from someone whose daughter at the time was four, going to preschool, talking about to all the homies don't get caught. And <laughs> <laughs> because I'm playing a song like it's new <laughs> and I'm trying to explain right. to the pre- preschool teacher who special generation was and then when I gave her the quick background she's like oh I remember and I remember who they were wow whatever happened you know right. so you know from you know you guys still were in that group where it was okay to talk about making love without being so overtly out there you know right. that that mattered because now things are so to some extent with some artists yeah you know yeah, it's instant. instant. You don't, you, you don't, you don't. Yeah, right. It's just like quick, 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 back, quick, quick. Yeah, back to our. I just want to add this back to our legends like Luther and uh, Marvin Gaye, and uh, these are the people that we grew up and we listened to. We listened to uh, Teddy Prendergrass. You feel me? Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. Because if you listen to that music, those were live instruments that right. took you places. Isaac Hayes' record, come on, and you would swear you would swear that you like, I want to make love now, and he didn't start, he didn't say one word yet. You hear, right. the, you hear the violins, you hear the strings, you hear the, that is where music needs to be music. So, but now everything's instant. You All, all the instruments in one little box on a table. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got the, you got a producer going there with a laptop and reduce, produce your whole album. So it doesn't give you that feeling that, um, you know, that you would feel when that Luther come on. Luther doesn't have to sing about drop the draws. You feel me? Right. He's going to take his time, whether you want to or not. And I want to tell you, baby. You feel me? Right. You will be ready. <laughs> right. Or you already know from, that, from the first from the first two dang on words. Them sounds right. Do you know from the first two words? Um, even um, Stokely from Mid Condition said it. He said we're a band. Like you know, we don't have yeah. any. He said right. we're a band. We didn't realize it when they first came out. Like you know, it's not just me and a whole bunch of dudes you put in the background. We're a band. We're a band. We play our own instruments. You know. Yeah, that's the I difference mean, between the like right. I told you earlier, great music with great vocals. Fantasia's music the same way. It's it's live instruments. Jill Scott live instruments. Jill, Anita Baker. Anita, oh my God, Anita. She don't even need to sing. She just needs her music come on, and you were already there. You feel me? Right. Um. But back to uh, something that you just touched on, because pushing the envelope. Um. Again, as an adult, I see things differently than I did as a kid because I didn't understand. Right. But soon I'll be loving you again by Marvin Gaye. That right. pushed the envelope like yeah. for and I didn't realize it until I got older and I realized what he was saying and yeah. Yeah. like whoa wait a minute whoa when he and I guess you know and I had to ask my parents you know and you know, as embarrassing as it was especially I, you know I asked my mother you know honestly he's talking about giving 
head um oral sex in a song but you i mean some people call that right you didn't know that when you heard it right right you didn't catch that catch that you know most kids who heard it probably didn't we're over there saying that like okay as an adult that envelope was pushed yeah, and he did it in such man. a way that was clever. And it's not like he didn't write his own stuff. He wrote that's, that, and it was clever. It's it's that. <laughs> see, that's the beauty of a writer. You know, metaphors, man. I mean, you need to take me places when I put that album on. I don't need you to. As soon as the record come on, you tell me snatch your drawers off. You know what I'm saying? No, <laughs> you gotta. You got to take me places. I need to hear where we going. You feel me? And so I can really get an understanding that, like, you took your time out to really do a great record. So you're right. Metaphors. Because you didn't think that about that. You were kind of singing a song. And again, as you got older, you're kind of like, well, wait a minute. Even sexual healing, he still pushed an envelope, you know, before he he passed. And you're like, wait a minute, huh? Like, he's the best. The the national anthem at at the NBA games. Um, and I kind of, um, the all-star game and I chuckled because uh-huh. again, going back to music and your group, there were a few groups that were out when you came out, you guys, in my opinion, were the last of the Mohegans <laughs> because it wasn't, it really, you guys, as you said, classic, you guys not come out with, you know, um, you know, let's bump right. and grind. No offense to R. Kelly, I, you know, I, I, as an example, even with him, when he came up with uh, uh, his group um, for a little bit, you still kind of, there was still some tact to it. Right. And now there's none. There's, there's, I think music has totally, like you said, kind of microwave. Yeah. Yeah. It, it totally is. Uh, I mean, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, it was, it was a new style. I think, um, like, like, remind me of the change that when it start changing. So I remember Brandy's album that Moon, uh, the Dark Child did. When I heard that record, right. I was like, man, you know what I'm saying? We're in a whole new era now. Um, but we we really we studied we studied harmonies and we studied uh, having our own sound. Um, that made us stand apart. Um, and we didn't really want to try to sound like anyone, even on the Butterflies album. Uh, Steve Russell from True, who produced Four Records, and Gerald Levert, they reached for something different, you know, from us. Um, and that's important. Like, if anybody's hearing this, you know, especially those that want to get into music, you have to allow yourself to develop you, a different edge, because, you know, music music can be reached people you can be reached people you can reach people through your music it doesn't you don't have to be focused on a certain genre just do great music do you and and that's one thing that we just kind of focused on doing who did you say at i uh who would you say was your influence um because as you mentioned the harmonies thing cuz i hear a little bit of pick six in you guys when i first heard you Right. And and that to me is there in the whole you know the whole gospel thing and you know my history with them goes way back into the seventh day of the church <laughs> with my father you know, babysitting Mark Kibble. Um and that's who I you know would listen to on the gospel side you know growing up and hearing that so I hear a little bit of that when I first heard you guys and this is again as a teenager. I'm not aging myself because you're older, but, (laughs) but who, what would you say since you can't speak for the group, but I know for you, we, we, uh, we, we close like that because I know the songs that we would sing in my garage uh, when we rehearsed at, um, in St. Petersburg, Florida. No, we, we did songs like, um, we used to, it's funny because we had one time where we, traveled and listened to doo-wop um from the 60s and the 50s uh, frankie lyman yes i mean we went back to listening because those records were like 
and then we veered into like Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. Miss you, miss you. And, and then we'll go into the whinings. A million didn't make it, but I was yeah. one of the ones who did. You know. I didn't uh, know you knew that song. Yeah. That is good. I mean, yeah, it's one of my favorite songs. Right. Um, we really, really did our homework. And I, and, I, and I just think that's important because, you know, when you're out there and you're performing, people really have to feel you, feel your music. And see what you bring to the table. And like I said, if if you're a new artist and you are you a group or whatever, you guys really have to gel. You know, and that's one thing that we took pride on. Earth when the fire birthed a lot of groups. Oh man! And they birthed when when I tell people that even them and the roots still again talking about live instruments. Yeah. You know. Earth Wind of Fire started a whole kind of a thing with other people trying to follow that. Mom, but my question to you is, because I know everybody's voice is different. Yeah. Was, you know, and let's, let's be honest, there are groups that we all know who, who I will not definitely name that there's one person that's in the forefront. So how did it work with you guys? We're saying, okay, well, this person's voice works for this and so on and so forth, where no one's feeling kind of, well, why is so-and-so always getting all the leads? <laughs> and I'm just right. here in the background. Because you made a, you know what? You made a big point because um, we, as a group, we've been through stuff together. Um, what I mean, because uh, all bands struggle. Um, we, we had a manager out of L.A., um, Michael Harris, who had us which is the guy who put the money behind Death Row Records back in the day. So we had the opportunities of actually gelling as a group and going through hard times and struggling. So what that did was allow us to be open-minded for anybody whose song lead, as long as it was great. We, and we took after Take Six. I'm glad you did mention them because um, Oh Mary, Don't You Weep was that song that they did that we like studied their harmonies. Right. But we knew we all, everybody had their own um, sound, like Quet sounds a certain way than our chip. So we knew how to um, kind of utilize everybody. Like for my voice, I already knew, just like, y'all need to leave the bridge part to me. Let me tear that bridge up. <laughs> you know? What you've had in several songs. <laughs> right. And Let the me... arrogance that comes across in them songs, we all hear it. Right. And I personally would say that as a friend, yes. So I we... know when your your part is about to come, I already know. Right. If I haven't heard you already, I know what's coming. I'm I'm the bridge guy. <laughs> I'm gonna yes. go ahead and just snatch the mic out the thing, thing, and go and give it. Now y'all go get yeah. out of our way. I already know it's coming up. If I haven't heard you yet, I'm like, okay. <laughs> Let me just wait right. on it. In a few more seconds, Ken's going to come up, and that's going to be in the damn song coming up. Too. Right. You, you definitely take it somewhere else, but then see, it's brought and, back down. So, yes, I you absolutely And Marquette, they, they're always great lead. You feel me? They were great tenors. They knew how to get the message, to deliver the story. Uh, Maurice is a great writer, and um, he always had a blessing, a gift for delivering the story. Marquette has one of those voices that um, it's an interesting tone, and, and that's what's important. And Charlie was always the sweetener. He's, his high voice, he'll it's come damn ridiculous. in. He'll come in a little bit and be like, baby, baby, you know, and you'd be like, whoa, you know, you hear it, like in it, how they mixed him and mastered his voice. I was like, yeah. So we kind of like knew you feel me like right oh this song sounds like charlie it sounds it reminds me of uh an old song that we used to sing charlie this you go on go on go on do that bruh and right we kind of like supported each other and you know and that's what a group should be like i mean you got some groups only got one lead singer i mean that's fine you know but what happens when that one singer is sick you know or or, or can't perform one night or quits <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, oops. Right. I quit. I quit. I quit. You know, you kind of like okay. So the rest of us are supposed to sit here and do what in it? It's, exactly. It's, it's you guys. You know, 
again, it's Last of the Mohicans for me because, as I stated before, um, plenty of groups I grew up listening to have, as I said, aired their grievances with each other out on social media because these are the times. And you you never really heard about, even with you guys or a mint condition, you know, or even you know, a, a voice to men and probably until recently when social media started, you know, like you said, people are right. nosy and they hear about, you know, kind of tugging and pulling, you know, at things. Right. Even with New Edition, you've heard things behind the scenes, but social media has blown things way just to the left. Right. And I think there's a, there's a classy way of handling stuff and you guys and, and people in your shoes at that point did it so you didn't really know what was going on behind the scenes. If we didn't see you guys come out, we didn't think about the record label. We're like, okay, maybe it's they not, just took a yeah. break. Well, like I said, it's a it's a it's a reality TV type world right now. So people yeah. feed on the dust and the dirt. See, and when we were, you know, musicians in the the era that we grew up is the dirt is what you hide and you want to keep a polished and professional right. image. However, you know, the little dirt is what what sells, and labels know that. So, um, wow, really? Right, they want the dirt. They want the controversy. You feel me? Wow. Um, that that strikes a person's interest now. That's why you see everything convoluted right now. With if Facebook is just always <laughs> just issues and con- you know what I'm saying. It's more than that. Twitter and Instagram. Right. Right. You feel me? So. Um, it's it's way made its way to music, so um, I hate the fact that musicians are now bickering and opening to the public because now it kind of, in a way, it kind of devour, kind of takes away from what people want to hear. Like, why they why why they want to pay the money to come see you when you might not show up? Right. I mean, there there are artists that I've seen bicker. On Instagram, I don't even play their music as much anymore because I'm turned off. As a fan, I'm just turned off. I'm like, okay, well, so this is what we're doing. Then, yeah, um, I don't need to listen to it. Yeah, prime example. And I I mean, it was a way that um, they did it. Like, you never knew that Donnie Hathaway was a depressed person. And a horse, schizophrenic. You get what I'm saying? Right. So you didn't know that until after the fact. When they felt it was the right time to release that type of information, it was released. But meanwhile, you enjoyed his music. You you respected that man. And what happens when people tear you up and tear you down? It's hard to get that respect back. It's hard. It's hard for R. Kelly to turn around and sell the units and and get radio spins when his personal life is all out there like it all is. out there. Even with the barge, my gosh. Um. On, uh, Al DeBarge was in the news um, like a month ago and he you know got on Instagram or Twitter or something and said you know hey I'm sorry but you know me and my siblings got into it blah 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 TMZ right. but they've always been that way you feel me DeBarge <laughs> always had family right you, you feel me but, right but to see that it's like just that the times right to see that like that and as a fan you're disappointed but you know yeah. but then everybody's human so we all go through things but we didn't growing up listening to your yeah. music and, and them and, and so on and so forth, you know, yeah. even with the Gap Band and Guy, you didn't, I mean, you might have heard some stuff, but you know, again, because the magazines but right on and, and you know, on all that stuff, but you didn't yeah, it's it a, like that. Yeah, it's going to be a day when Special Generation is going to let a lot of stuff out. You know, we have a lot of stuff we've been through with our management, with our company, with things that's going on in our thing, but it's a time for that. You know, and I just like to some, hear the music. Right, exactly, exactly. But you'll never, you'll never hear us talk bad about, you know, each other at all, because we genuinely love each other. We love each other whether we're singing or not singing. So, and that's the kind of brotherly love you need in music. How can you be on stage with me and I don't call you, blankety blank? <laughs> <laughs> right. Or saying, you know what, well, this is the real special generation, and so so-and-so can't use my name because, you know, I'm the one that, you know, named us. I mean, That's stuff right. like that is just petty to me. Right. Um, the Temptations movie, uh, David Ruffin said it, allegedly, 
there'll be more yeah. extentations than temptations because, you know, they had two different groups, you know, competing. Right. And right. my father said that was factual. He said, you know, he said they did. They had one group and then they had another group. <laughs> right. And right. that's just, and you're talking about temptations are legends. Legends. Right. <laughs> and to have that kind of be, you know, things are obviously social media now probably would have golly, would have blown that out to way out the water um, now and it was already a big issue then he said, but I kind of feel yeah. like R&B groups are making such a comeback slowly, but man, like you said, the negative energy and as a fan you don't want to see your favorite groups on social media right. degrading each other. Look, if you're not talking to someone, so that's not a fan's business. Yeah. What a difference between a lot of groups. I can say this. You can tell the ones that are hungry and the ones that are taking things for granted. So let let a few missed meals come into play. Trust me. They'll be back. I love my brother. I'm sorry. You know, sick. Right. You know, let 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 a few uh we're not gonna book you. Uh, you know. That's one thing about us. We stay hungry. You feel me? You know. Right, because people want to see all, not just two. Exactly. Exactly. Showing showing up. Um, when Ronnie, Bobby, and Ricky and Mike went on tour, you know, of course, you know, people said, Oh, Bobby's gonna last two shows. He lasted the entire tour. And they had the behind the scenes where, you know, Ronnie DeVoe was saying that, like, hey, everybody thought Bob was going to miss all these shows. He right. showed up and gave 110% every night. Shout, shouts out to Bobby. Bobby was one of the last guys to allow us to open up for his tour. Wow. Good brother, man. Really? He opened up his wings and say, look, I'll take you guys on. And we did 30 dates with Bobby. Wow, that amazing. is great. He came in our dressing room, prayed with us. Bobby's a real well put together, very intelligent man. It's just like I said, everything else with the controversy, people try to push things on your shoulder, you know, and it's it's crazy. But um, hey, there's only one king, right? Bobby, big Brown. deal. That's a big deal because he's a big deal still. I mean, people go see him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good guy, man. Good guy. People go, to, and that's what everyone said that, that he gets kind of get he get. People definitely, you know, go go see him. And again, man, we were like I said, we were praying with. We he's a, he's still the man. Praying with Bobby, you know what I'm saying? After shows, he was so welcoming. He'll be coming, sit on the stage, and watch our show, and be like, "Man, y'all just do y'all thing, do that thing, man." And I'm thinking, this dude is from New Edition, you know, like. Right. But he supported us. Like, I see you guys. Like, you know, you guys remind me. You know, you know my stuff. So. Shouts out to him, man. He, he, man, and he still ain't changed. Still a humble dude. So. And everyone says that every time they meet him, they said that he's very, very, very humble. He's he's transparent, and I like that about him. That he's kind of like this is just who I am. You to take it or leave it. Still, right. And 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 that's good. But um, special generation. So have you guys? I know you talked about you know might be doing something. Uh, how do you how do you decide that? I guess I want to know is, I guess, how do you figure that out with you guys? Because I know everyone's doing different stuff. And they're busy and you have, you know, you know, personal lives and so on and so forth. How does that work with trying to get everyone on the same page, at least halfway on the same page? Well, I think, I mean, I think like the beginning of this year, uh, you know, um, I think we're just at a, at, a, at a space because I know, you know, I had a beer for music and work with different artists. Uh, Chip is it the same thing, you know? right? So I, I think um, right now we have the time. I mean, we technology allow us to record at different spots. You know, like I'm able to send a track to Marquette. He can does the first vertical vocals and have it back to me in the afternoon. You know, and I'll, I'll go in the studio and lay my part. So, I mean, it's it's um, it's really accessible now. You know, it, it wasn't before, but now it's like man we can put together this project and, and we just be excited about it. Now we got, we actually have, since R&B took a turnaround, we actually have producers that we couldn't get in contact with actually contact us now. Which is a blessing because music, music is coming back. 
good right. music is so much talent and when you know there wasn't another album you know especially for me as a fan I was like hey whatever happened to those guys because right. you know I'm, I'm burning these two you know CDs and a tape into the ground <laughs> right, right. I, and I, you know what and I do want to say I think God has a lot to do with that I think uh, doing um, there was a time when you couldn't get with certain producers because their prices were so high you get what I'm saying and these are people right. that we worked with before because they were feeling like before it was the producer was better than the dang artist. So now people want to, they're hungry for the R&B. They know that we were a great group, had a great rapport. So now it's like, we just want to see you guys do your thing. You feel me? So and succeed. Right. We want to see you guys succeed. We want to eat too, you know? Right. Because it's the times that we're in. You feel me? Nope. Nobody needs to be you know, Michael Jackson, R. Kelly, and everybody else all in one person. I mean, I don't need to pay <laughs> for one song $300,000 for one track. Those days are gone. Right. Especially when you have, you know, again, um, Pharrell, I had no idea. Um, he worked with SWV and did their, you know, Human Nature, you know, Michael Jackson remix. Right. Again, 92-something. Right. You know, literally, you know, no clue until they mentioned it. And I'm like, wait a minute. That is him. <laughs> right. and, you know, add, and you know, and you—it's different. Yeah, let me add this: labels. When you assign the labels, they'll have a budget for your project. You got me. And a lot of the artists that, that are out right. now, the R&B, we don't, we don't, we're not. A lot of them are not signed. So, um, putting up fifty to sixty grand for a song or two is is you know kind of unheard of nowadays. You got what I'm saying? So, right. you know, these producers. Uh, are now formed from to production companies now, so they're actually open, open to working with um, classic artists as ourselves. So, yeah, because Donnell Jones said he was working on something. I saw the Soul Train Awards, and yeah. you know, my favorite, you know, R and B singer, Mr. John B, was up there, and 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 they were talking to him backstage. And again, it's about right real soul music. Exactly. Exactly. And we are so missing that. So I'm yeah. looking forward to you guys um, coming out. I'm looking forward to your solar stuff too. I'm looking forward oh, to the man. song coming out soon. I'm so excited That's... as a friend, but more excited as a fan. Yes, the solo <laughs> stuff, man. I just want to say I want everybody to follow me, man. You know, at uh, Kendrick Washington 33 on Instagram or to Special Generation for Life really get into what we're trying to do man we're trying to just pull back our whole movement how we had it before and it's a bigger and better time now but like i said we take our time out to do some great music and uh you know like i said more than anything we just want to reach people that we reached before and have a good time but we come in 2019 we come in real real hard it's like it's like yeah, we, we, we're trying to bring the class back. I mean, we might be all all five of us in all white suits. You feel me? <laughs> and like, <laughs> you feel me? So we don't we don't mind. You feel me? It's it's uh it's just that time, you know. But you have a you have a fan base, obviously. Yeah, and, I didn't realize. You know, we never we really, do have a fan base. We never really got a chance to enjoy that part of it because I guess. Being that we work behind Hammer and and, we, and then ventured out into our own, we never stopped working until it was right. all over. You feel me? After the Bobby Brown right. tour thing, we, you know, but we never had a chance to sit and and like, oh man, they just played us on the radio. Right. I think I probably heard my song on the radio maybe twice, but then I'll see a printed out report and it's like, dang, they played it ninety two times on one station. When was this? Wow. <laughs> right. Wow. That's how it was for us. We would get reports and be like, what? D- d-, you know. But and we didn't even know it. It didn't even, didn't even know it because we're constantly moving. Wow. Wow. Constantly moving. Yeah. You guys have a, definitely a story to tell. And like I said, you have a fan base. And, so. you know, that I, I you know. That's kind of how we met. So I'm yeah. definitely, I definitely know you have a fan base. I'm not your only damn fan. So, nah, man, <laughs> I'm just, I'm excited to be on your, your podcast, your show. 
as a friend, I know you talked about it. And like I said, you'll always have the support from the special generation, myself and my other brothers. And we, um, and like any other cats, like I said, that I know in the industry, boys to men, like I was there when they gave their demo tape to me, boys to men. Actually, Bivens had us show them around uh, right before they started even recording, you know. Um, wow. Great friends of ours. And um, just the troop. I mean, I'll be pulling strings to try to, you know, pull them on your show. And like I said, you're, I appreciate you're that. Wonderful, you're a wonderful person, Sheeta. So. Oh, thank you very much, Mr. Washington. No, you know, you, I fell in love with your music first. And again, yeah. Um, I'm a kid compared to you. <laughs> As oh, I goodness. Right. <laughs> right. So that's what my memories of first hearing you guys were, was putting my cassette tape against the video soul. Right. Um, you know, and you know, you're young and you're a girl and you, you know, your hormones like, oh, they all look good. Wow. And then the song comes on. It's like, oh, okay. And then I ran that damn spark of love in the song so much. My cousin and I got to fight about that daggone song. She played it like 12 times. Man, that's a jam. I really did play it like 12 times. And she got tired of hearing it. And so she almost broke my daggone tape. <laughs> I just I just hope that people, when we get a chance to be out there, because a lot of our friends now are on, on these uh, R&B tours. And it's like, I'm so jealous. I ain't going to lie. I mean, SWV, Troop, I'm like, man, I said, guys, we got it. We got to get it. So we can get back out there and have some fun. Not so much of making the money. The money is it's come. God's blessing. Money be there, right. But but just enjoying. It was a fun time. And I want to make people remember those songs and just enjoy themselves. So, you know, if our music did that for you, shit. You have a, you guys have a gift to me. There. Again, last of me, the last of the Mohicans. Yeah, like we there. You feel me? Like we were on with high five. I mean, that was our thing. So, right. so yeah. And again, you guys had everyone that can sing a part and, 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 and can sing and not just, okay, well, he's going to take over all the leads right. and we're going to just sit back here and, and, and two-step and dance. Nah. And, nah. And, and that's it. And that's kind of, even now, like as you mentioned, microwave music, Yeah, these little groups that come out, especially these um, young kids who, who don't understand, because some do, but there's a lot that right. don't do their research and I forgot what artist said it he said you guys are coming out do your research yeah. like you know he uh, some young kid was like I don't even know who uh, 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 Johnny Gill is or something uh, one of these young kids said and the radio host was like wait a minute hold on you don't know who who is and this, uh, I won't give up the group's name but these young guys and they was like now nah, we don't you know we've heard of New Edition but we really haven't listened to their music you know right. He's like, no, go let back me, into your history. Let me drop a bombshell for the new artists, the guys that are trying to do groups and harmonizing. Dig into YouTube. YouTube is like its its own uh, uh, degree. <laughs> you can get a degree watching it. Encyclopedia. Right. So, but one thing that we did was we studied uh, we studied vocal um, rehearsal, rehearsing steps, dance steps. And we used to jog in place and do harmonizing. Or we would jog around wow. the block and line and sing because what it did it built up our lungs because when you're on stage those lights have a heat that is unexplainable it'll suck the air out of you so one song you can be out of breath shut up you have to know how to you really have to know how to condense your breathing to make you last five songs with hard steps so you'll travel in certain um productions won't be the best of microphones it won't be the best of stage sometimes the music goes out so you got to be prepared to keep your wind in your lungs up to a certain level for it to sound great you got me so i just want to say out to you know those do your homework all that stuff is on youtube learn how to do breathing techniques you feel me? Lay on your back, all five or four members, lay on your back and start harmonizing and singing. You know, prepare yourself. Wow. That's some knowledge for yeah. you. Yes. I love a nugget. Yeah. Some knowledge for you. And you're right. You you yeah. have to yeah. know your R&B or your, your... I was in The Foreigner and someone looked at me like, yeah. really? Like, yeah, because yeah. we got the plug pulled on us plenty of times, and we were ready. They they swore the mics were still on. We were already ready for really? people to try to pull 
and be really funny with us. You feel me? So they'll put us on stage. We got five max on stage, but only three work. But the show started, and it's all the people out there. Everybody from great guy out watching the show, and we only got three mics. So you know the harmony is not going to sound level. So we knew immediately to share a mic. We would test the mics before, and we say these three are working. Okay, so let's take the two and put them on the side so they can fix those. Meanwhile, we're going to share these mics. So we knew what to do before prep. So, you know, it's just important. You know, you guys have to uh, really, really do your homework. You too. (laughs) Yeah, but it's important to know how to sing. I mean, because the mics may not work, but if you up there and only one um, brother is singing and the rest of y'all just sitting there, you know, just like, huh, okay. Well, you know, the background vocals ain't working because the, the, the machines are down. Right. It's, right. I, I, I've been to a concert <laughs> years ago and, you know, they were having some, you know, issues backstage. And I go to a concert. I want to be able to know that. Yeah. Be able to sing without all the, 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 the stuff. Exactly. I don't, and I don't, the, yeah. the artist, you know, sorry, you know, we're having some technical difficulties. But here, I'm gonna go ahead and, and do this acapella real quick. And a lot of people was like, "Wow, I didn't know so and so can sing like that." Right. Because there's there's nothing. It's just you and your audience. And right. you know, a lot of people do still lip sync. You know, but you know, said artist went on stage and was like, "Oh well, I gotta give it to you raw." You, you, and he came out and like, "Wow." That's that's those are the key nuggets that I look forward to telling. Uh, artists. I mean, we've been there, the experience, and, you know, some days your mic might not work, or some days, you know, it might be too loud or too much treble or too much bass. You, you got to kind of know how to not lose the crowd, but you got to keep them in tune. You may have to, music might not come on on a, on a, a very packed out concert. So you might have to just go off the top of your head with singing, like you said, acapella. And give an acapella show. You do your whole show acapella. You got me? Because you have a time slot. Right. They don't care. You've been on the stage 10 minutes. You're off. Right. So, yeah. you, you, you um, Just take your craft seriously, man. You know, love it. Enjoy it, man. Like I said, for us, we just, we enjoyed it. The moment we were on stage, we felt like we were in my garage that we rehearsed in for many years so are you when you guys get back together are you gonna start writing your own songs more or how is this gonna work with you guys doing that well most likely um we have what we're gonna be pulling from like i said probably trying to reach out to steve russell and and a couple of the people that want to you know work with us um but a lot of our writing we'll be doing writing as well like this new single myself um, that I that I'm gonna release is a song that I wrote. So, um, I would hope somebody <laughs> else wrote that song. That song is no, nah, that, that's me. But you know, <laughs> I, I can say I gotta give just due to those that can write. You have some really good writers out there, and uh, you know, of course you do. But that for you, that you wrote yeah. that. That's all yeah. you. Like you know, you, you hear a song and you say that's me right. with somebody. Like look. Week was meant for SWV. Couldn't see no other right, group singing. That's true. You know, Brian Morgan killed that song. I didn't even know the word. He nailed true. it. Like when he gets on Instagram, and I um I, I said a few months back, I said, "Man, that song, you know, got me through some stuff." You know, again, I'm a teenager at right. that point. But Week was written for SWV. Jade couldn't have sung it. TLC couldn't have done it. Envo uh, couldn't have done that. Week was meant for SWV, hands damn down. I feel you. Nobody else could have did that. But I feel them. you. It's like the uh, you, no one knows that I miss you. That Aaron Hall's uh, song, the one that he released of his big hit, was given to Special Generations first. I miss you, and Lippy had and smile. Those were the two songs we were given. Yes, I heard your bandmate yeah, mention that. Derek day. Hall out of Oakland, and uh, Derek Hall, great producer, great writer. And he gave us those two tracks. And like I said, I miss you just didn't fit us. I miss you. It just, sure did fit Aaron Hall. Aaron took that dang record and did 
cartwheels with that thing. So, so. Yes, and the video and everything. Like, he, right. right. Those certain songs are meant for, I, I'm a firm believer, certain songs are meant right. for certain artists. And that was meant for him. It's kind of, but your song, yeah. <laughs> that you wrote that, you can, yeah. you, I'm just looking forward to people hearing it. I am such fan. I'm going to fangirl the hell out on it. Oh man, it please. is such a beautiful song, people. It's I, such a beautiful right. song. When you hear it, put that add that to your playlist, please. Add it to yes, please add it to your playlist. Spotify, iTunes, to now, whatever. Add it to the playlist. <laughs> yes, go ahead and get your man, and just go ahead and just put some candles on, like some incense. Yeah, you know, get your wine or whatever you drink because that that song is. Thank you. I am so looking forward to people hearing it, and it's such a beautiful song. As I've told you several times, and I have run it into the ground, and it's not even finished yet. So I can't wait until right. it's complete. Complete. I'm gonna give you a snippet. And to put I it can on the end of the show. We'll put the, a little snippet of it on the end of the show, though. So. Because you sound so mature, and you sound like a real grown up. If that makes any sense, <laughs> like yeah. you're. You know, you you know, you're on your grown man shit, and yeah. I love it. I yeah. love it. It really, no, it doesn't yeah. sound like you. So it's like, wait a minute, I'm yeah. not, I thought, like, are you sure you sung this song? No teeny bopper <laughs> shit. It's the grown man stuff right now. Right, it's grown man yeah. shit. But you, you yeah. didn't sound like you. But then you know, yeah. you see, you see, have a, a see, way. Back in the day, we used to be on the stage with little uh, little platform shoes. Now we're going out in gators now. Yeah, we on, yes. on the ground. <laughs> yes. I used to always yes. wonder why Babyface got on Gators when he's performing on stage. Don't it hurt his feet? No, that's what we got now with it. Classy. Yeah. Classy. Classy. And that song is going to be song by Make Some Babies. I'm just saying. Oh, man. I know for a fact they will because it's such a beautiful song. If, you know, I get a man, I promise you I'm playing that because yes. it's such a, it might feel a little odd. So I'm not sure if I play that for him. However, yes. anybody can play that for their spouse or their man because it's such a it's such a beautiful song. And so I'm looking forward to people hearing it and I'm looking forward to the generation coming out, you know, with some music because you have and you know, it's we been a long We appreciate the support, y'all. Please catch on, man, you know. No, I appreciate you coming on and, and speaking with me and Kind of give me some uh, a little bit of more uh, background about you and yeah. and your and your bandmates. It's definitely appreciate I I appreciate it wholeheartedly. Man. You again, last of the Mohegans, because there's so many groups out there now that again you got the one or two singles and right and that's it. We don't hear no more from from anyone. Even with Josie did their um, one or two singles recently. You know, yeah. again, and Devante said it. It's not us. It's people in yeah. the background. Yeah, you know, and that's why you know I Mint Condition said they got tired of going to, to labels. We're gonna do our own stuff on our own label. We'll put out music when we feel like that's, it. So that's something you guys are looking into doing that's too. What we're or... doing. That's what we're doing. I mean, like okay. I said, if, if if there's a label that wants to pick up a single and give it like what they're doing now, if we find a movie soundtrack, a movie that we could feature one of our songs, that would be a right. bigger budget to help promote. That'll be great, but I mean, like I said, those are all blessings that come along with the whole program. We just, we just ready to sing and do our thing, you know. I think, like you know, I think like that. So, um, it's very superficial nowadays to kind of set up a label because you don't know are they going to push you, or are they going to shelf you, you know, or am I just a write-off? I hate to put a project like ours to give it to a label and they shelf us when we're ready now, you know what I'm saying? So give us right. the freedom to distribute to our fans and people that we love uh, and let them determine on whether or not, um, like I said, we'll be around, you know? So is that, why, is that important for you guys to have your own label yes. or yes. again, so you're, you're, you're pushing your own stuff out now. If you don't feel like making an album or a single. Right. You know, well, I mean, right. I mean, it's like we, we've always no gave love to every radio station. <laughs> every, you feel me, program director. So when we're in contact, you know, um, they'll give us the rundown, how many times they can play it, if they can push it, 
And that's what we need now. We need great relations. And people don't want to relate nowadays. They want to send a text and think they're going to get the record played. No, you got to get out and meet people. You know what I'm saying? You got you to gotta go to the barbecues. <laughs> right. You still got to go out there and kiss the baby. Right. The technology. The technology got people it's just... Lazy. Did you get an email? What email? <laughs> you mean out of the right. 900 I got today? <laughs> you know? So. Right, like right, you have to sort through it. But um, I want to do a rapid question thing with What's you that? real quick. And so, first thing that comes to mind. And so, remember, okay, you use your discretion how okay. you answer. I'm gonna do my best. <laughs> now you know me, Scorp- Scorpio. Yes, at heart. I, that's why I said you. Okay. Yes, use your discretion. We answer first question. Favorite love song. Off the top of your head. Favorite love song would be uh, Glenn Jones. We've only just begun. Okay. Um, name an artist to me that you don't um, believe gets a lot of credit. Oh, man. That's a good one. Um... <sighs> okay, yeah, we'll come back come to that. Back to that. Are we? I'm, okay, I'm on a we'll rush with this that. one. Okay, you gotta give a, You gotta give an artist a chance. No, no, no. So it's a rapid many. question. Um, I said off the top of your head. Right. Go ahead. Next question. Okay. Next question. If you could eat one thing for life, what would it be? You said eat. Yes. Eat. Baked chicken. <laughs> okay. Baked chicken. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yes. That makes, sense. that makes sense. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> favorite non-black group. Non-black group favorite. Uh, one that you like. New Kids on the Block. Wow! Never expected that. Yes. <laughs> never. Yes. Matter of fact, one of the okay. guys stayed near near my family in Orlando. Yes. Never would have expected that. Okay, that 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 is yeah, good. Love you guys. What would you like the What would you like the ladies to know about you? Um, know that I'm a um, confident and um, humble dude. Yeah, I mean what I say, and I try to hold my word, keep my word. Okay. What do you think is the biggest misconception about R&B groups in the 90s? So I can tell you what I think it is. but you that know, we, I, I, I would I, tell you the biggest conception is that we make money like they think we make money. I think that's one of the biggest things. Um, uh, it, can you tell everyone that you're not all broke and working at Walmart, please? Can, you just, can, we, can we put that out there? Would you say that we're all or we're not? What you say? That that you're not all broke working at Walmart and McDonald's. Can we just put that no, out there? No, we're please? not all broke and we're right. <laughs> we're not all working at Walmart. I mean, it's no offense to Walmart or McDonald's, but you know, can you just put that out there? Because a lot of people have the misconception yeah. that the groups from the '90s or people that you know are no longer out. Um, they don't have any money. They're you know they're homeless. I mean, I've heard all kinds of stories that or not stories, but no, you know well, the misconception that you know. Yeah, you 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 get you got to think like I said. The biggest our biggest records and our biggest time were in the nineties. So that old money is still around. However, you know people are develop their own companies, and like any other company, they have to venture out. You feel me? And you got to pay the bills. And people right, grow up. Grow up. You feel me? You got to grow up. But. And have families and, 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 and do other things outside of the business. But yeah, a lot but, of misconceptions. Yeah, but you've about come that. to find out that, yeah, they might work at Walmart, but they also walk into their own establishment and their own business. You feel me? Like, right. yeah, a lot of these artists and groups, they have their own studios, own recording, and put out groups. But, you know, you got to kind of make a balance. Right. I know there are people out there that are still getting, you know, Look, uh, Faith Evans yeah. had a um, she um, when um, they were doing her latest soul award, she wrote for a lot of people that a lot of people didn't know about, yeah. And um, someone commented, you know, they were doing a live broadcast, like Faith was still eating off of people, of course, <laughs> like for real. Her, so it's like just because you don't see her out there per se right. doesn't mean that hey, she's broke or you know, and I'm just using her as an example, right? 
you know, or or anybody else. Like, yeah, you may not see me, but I'm still getting some kind of money, and there's nothing wrong with growing up and doing other stuff. Right, and not only that, I mean, a lot of artists, they want to work. I mean, you want to work because it brings on character, it brings on creativity, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Well, I appreciate your time, Mr. Washington. Yes, girl. This has been fun. Oh, we're going to get back to the other question on another one. Yes. <laughs> another day. Man, anytime, man. Anytime. It was a pleasure. Pleasure just sitting here and, and just bringing up memories. It's all good. Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for hanging out at my playhouse. And I am yes. looking forward to your new music. Yes. And your group's music. And, you know, let me know. We can give me that snippet. And on that note, you have a blessed night, and I look forward to speaking with you All soon. Right. I want to say, right before I go, I want to say, everybody, like I said, follow me on Instagram. It's Kendrick Wash 33 and uh, Special Generation for Life. Uh, I will have all that linked definitely. up on my podcast so people can know exactly where to find you guys at, and they can hit you guys up and ask their own questions. But I'm excited for you, and I'm excited for the new music. And again, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart as your friend first. All right. <laughs> For everything. Just, I appreciate it to be here. I appreciate you. Thank you. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.